It's okay not to be number one because you can be number one in your own thing. I'm number one in the podcast department. Cool, awesome, love that. So it's a divide and conquer mentality. You don't have to be number one in everything. As a matter of fact, if you are number one in everything, you are not maximizing your potential. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 843, What If My Lack of Confidence Is Due to Trauma, last week's live Q&A today for episode number 844. It's okay not to be number one. So I know that might sound like it's a sad, depressing title, but... I have context. I have a story. I was on a podcast the other day and we were talking about business and we were talking about the podcast and we were talking about the growth and we were talking about how it evolved from one episode to seven episodes and the business evolved and speaking and all that evolved into what it is today. And the person that asked me said, how did you accomplish all of that? How did you believe that it was possible? How did you build a team? How did you do all that? And I said, honestly, I have to give a ton of credit to my business partner, Alan, because he is the vision behind the business. And recently, Alan and I had a discussion of, look, if we're going to lean into who we are and we're going to have titles on the team, you're the CEO. I remember you said, hey, I feel like I should be the CEO. And I said, I totally agree. I believe that you're the person who has the vision. You're the person who's been charting the course since the beginning. I'm happy being the CFO because I am the person who wants to make more. I don't want to say wants to make more money because obviously you do, but I'm way more focused on money. I'm way more money driven. So I'm okay with being that. The point of this episode is this. I personally, and I think this is a good lesson for everybody, I would rather be the number two and be way more successful than be the number one when I shouldn't be and be moderately successful. And I think there's a lot of us out there who could use that as a lesson. And I'm not saying I'm perfect by any stretch of the imagination. This was been this has been a long, difficult thing for me to lean into who I am and let Alan lean into who he is. But it's lack of ego. It's saying, look, yep, you are better at certain things than I am. And I think not admitting that is going to hold both of us back and it's going to do, and I said this on the podcast, I said, number one, it does myself a disservice. It does Alan a disservice. It does the team a disservice. It does the listeners a disservice. And if we're really building something that we believe we are, it does the world a disservice. So it's okay to not be number one, especially if you being number one isn't what's best for the company, the family in that regard, the friend group, the business, whatever it may be, you're not always meant to be a number one probably, and that's okay. I think there's something empowering about saying, look, I'm on a wonderful team and sometimes I lead 
depending on what we're talking about, but I don't lead in everything. And if I did lead in everything, I would probably be leading us down a path that I'm not sure where we're going. And I, I think that's okay. I think it's empowering. I think we should be okay to say that because if you're not and you're lying to yourself, you're hurting yourself in the long run. And, and I would be hurting myself if I did that too. Well, here's an interesting frame. I, I actually thought about this not, not long ago. What if we took CFO, what Kevin is, and CEO, what I am, and we reversed them? What if we had Kevin become CEO and I became CFO? The truth of the matter is, is that we would not be nearly as successful. I don't think that I would be able to do your role as well as you do because it's naturally something you're drawn to. Mm. I'm more naturally mastery driven. I'm more naturally vision oriented. That doesn't mean Kevin can't become more visionary. That doesn't mean Kevin can't become more mastery driven. That doesn't mean that I can't focus more on wealth and wealth creation. It's just not as natural. A good analogy for this is in basketball, there's a point guard, there's a center, there's forwards. In football, there's quarterbacks and there's linemen and there's defensive backs. And the position that you play is not just predicated on your genius zone. It's also predicated on the position that you love to play. Mm. And Kevin loves to be in the spreadsheet every single day, looking at how much money we made, look at how much money we spent, you know, look at where we're going to invest our capital. He's much more naturally focused on money than I am. And therefore he's a better fit for that role. The other thing that I want to bring to the listeners as well is think about this as an analogy. We're all on a ship and there's the crew that does the sails and rows the boat. There's the first mate who makes sure the crew is successful at what they're doing. Then there's the captain and then below deck, there's someone who's charting the course. And all of us in this analogy have been in all of those positions. And all of us in every category in our life are in at least one of those positions. If you're an early entrepreneur, you're in all four of those positions all the time. You're rowing the boat, mm. you're the first mate, you're the captain, and you're below deck trying to chart the course. And you're also probably losing your mind a little bit uh, because as an early entrepreneur, you kind of have to do everything just mm. like Kevin and I originally. Now we're bigger. Now we're five years in. Now we're a real business, real organization with a team and with structure. And we're headed somewhere even greater on a bigger ship with more people. And so in some areas, when it comes to the podcast, for example, the title of this episode was not created by me. It was created by Kevin. I tend to defer. We call this divide and conquer. When it comes to the podcast, we just did our new intro and outro. This is actually the first episode you should be hearing that. That was created, the verbiage, we co-created it, but it was mostly you. Mm. You know, you came, this is the vision, this is what we are going to say, this is how we're going to say it, this is what we're going to plug. And I had ideas, but at the end of the day, I'm not super concerned. I know that Kevin knows better than I do, probably our listeners, and what a good intro and outro would be. Why? Because he heads up Next Level Podcast Solutions, and we have, you know, 17 different clients or more, I don't know how many at this point, but... We've produced, Kevin's produced, that department has produced thousands of episodes at this point. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that you lead. And now I don't have to put the weight of that on my shoulders. I didn't have to stay up late last night making sure our intro and outro are on point. That's Kevin's responsibility. So it's a beautiful thing to not always be number one. In my 
relationship talks business with Emilia, we have a business called The We. She creates the content. I make sure that we fill the rooms and I'm focused on consistency. So structure and consistency and business is my genius zone. That's where I'm very focused. She's focused on content creation. Even with the book that we're writing together, she's going to write the book. I'm going to edit the book. So it's a divide and conquer mentality. You don't have to be number one in everything. As a matter of fact, if you are number one in everything, you are not maximizing your potential. Hi, I'm Jennifer Herbitz. So last year, I wanted to quit everything. I wanted to throw in the towel. I wanted to hang up my microphone. And Kevin said, no. Kevin said, keep going, Jen. You've got this. And oh my God, I'm going to cry. And I did. Um, Coaches need coaches, y'all. And working with Kevin has been one of the best experiences of my life. Oh my God, I'm crying. Kevin, you are the best. I could not do this without you. And um, thank you. Thank you for being you and the amazing human that you are. I'm listening to a book recommended by by Alan, uh, Principles by Ray Dalio. And Ray Dalio is one of the best financial investors ever of all time, very successful hedge funds and all these these things. And this book is about the principles that he has learned in his life and in business. And one of the things he talked about was when he was trying to evaluate talent on his team, he created quote unquote baseball cards for every employee. And the baseball cards had your stats on it. This person is, so for example, on a baseball card, it has your batting average, your RBIs, Uh, where you play the field, you know, if you're an all-star, all your stats. And it would say something along those lines of this person is very good with people. This, This person is meant to be behind the scenes doing analytics. This person, these are their strengths, these are their weaknesses. And they did studies and that was something that helped their company a ton. And that is just saying, look, this person isn't, this person isn't the quarterback. And if we put them in the quarterback position, they're going to throw interceptions all the time because that's not where they're meant to be. They're meant to be kicking the ball, right? They're meant to be kicking the ball. When a, when a soccer player transitions from soccer to, to football, what are they doing? They're usually punters and kickers, right? When pitchers transition from baseball to, to football, what are they? They're usually the quarterbacks because they're used to throwing. So the goal in this episode is very much what Alan said. It's If you're doing everything, if you're leading everything, if you're in charge of everything, you're probably not having the impact, the success, the mastery that you could because you should be in your genius zone. And everybody has a different genius zone. Everybody has a different area of expertise. And when you lean into that, you start to see that there's opportunities there for you. So that's what this episode is all about. And I hope we were able to give the title some context. It's okay not to be number one because you can be number one in your own thing. I'm number one in the podcast department. Cool. Awesome. Love that. Alan's number one in the business strategic CEO department. Cool. Love that. But if we didn't lean into those things, we would not be as successful as we are and as successful as we hope and plan and intend to be. And that's just, I think it's a superpower. And I think it's a superpower that more people could adopt by lowering their ego a little bit. It should feel, when you're in your genius zone, it should feel right. That doesn't mean it's always easy, but it feels right to you. It feels like it's what's meant to be. And I don't mean from a spiritual perspective, yes, that too, but you can kind of tell when your ego is hanging on to a position that maybe isn't best for you, or when you are not in your genius zone. You should be able to tell. And so 
when you're in your genius zone and everyone else on the team is in their genius zone, usually things are flowing. Things are flowing really, really well. Things are flowing at NLU better than they ever have, and I think this is one of the biggest reasons for sure. Next Level Nation, tomorrow for episode number 845, it is Strategy Saturday. How do you identify your priorities? We will talk about that. It honestly should be how do you identify your priority, because if you have priorities, you're out there jeffing. Um, As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. So, group coaching. We just started our fifth group, and right now there's something wild, like 200 messages in the chat, and everybody's connecting, and people have been matched up for their peak performance partners, and they're scheduling their bi-weekly calls for the weeks that we don't chat. We know a lot of you wanted to be in group five, and group five filled up at the end like we intended, so if you had interest in group five, and you want to make sure that you don't miss group six, which is going to be in April, is that true? Yeah, reach out to Alan and or myself or Amy and make sure we know that you want to be in that group because we have a waiting list that I think is already half full. So make sure you reach out if that is something you're interested in. That way we can hold your spot and that group will fill up probably long before we actually start it. So please reach out. We want to have you there. If you want a like-minded community, you want Alan and I in your corner, you want to be more consistent, more confident, more competent, all of those things, group coaching will help you 100%. So let us know, please. Also, if you are listening to this on the day that it launches, if it is Friday right now, that means that tonight we have our first monthly virtual meetup. It is our January event. It's creating consistency in 2022. And this is actually a perfect sneak preview of what group coaching will be like. A little bit less customizable, of course. Group coaching is a little deeper dive down the funnel, so to speak. This event is going to help you be consistent. And it's, it's going to help you create habits that you can do daily to reverse engineer your success. It's completely private. It is not recorded. It is not repurposed. It is live with Kevin and I and some of the NLU team. It's on Zoom. It's a way to meet the community. And it's like a workshop deeper dive into how to actually create consistency in your life. We talk a lot on this podcast about consistency. We talk a lot about peak performance tracking, tracking your habits, reverse engineering the finish line. This is going to be a deep dive, a workshop on how to actually design a system that will be able to sustain you through the long haul of 2022. And leave it up to the long-term vision guy to not tell you that it's totally free. It doesn't cost anything. As totally a money free. guy, that's like, of course, that's the first thing I noticed. But you're going to tell them it's free. <laughs> so $0, we're not going to, there's no selling you anything. Our goal is to add value. Totally free, totally anonymous, and it's not going to be repurposed or seen anywhere else. There is a registration link in the show notes. Yes, there is. Next Level Nation, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for you all at Next Level You. We do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Hopefully, we will see you tonight. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at ALazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.